Hey, welcome to the DIY Recording Equipment Podcast. I'm Peterson Goodwin, and today I'm going to talk to you about the difference between balanced and unbalanced connections, what they mean, how they work, and what it means for your audio signal. And I'm going to try to do this in the least technical, most basic way I can. I'm not going to talk about volts or amps. I'm just going to talk about it from an audio perspective and we're going to treat all that electronic stuff like a black box. So I might play a little fast and loose with the scientific language, but please forgive me. I'm going to try to make it simple. Okay, so two main types of connections in the audio world, unbalanced and balanced. What is unbalanced? Unbalanced is what we find most of the time in consumer gear, in guitar gear. Most all instrument pickups have some sort of unbalanced output. Home audio gear has unbalanced connections, guitar pedals, synthesizers, etc. Um, balanced, you find usually in pro stuff, in the recording studio, Um Microphones, microphone preamplifiers, compressors, all your outboard gear, consoles, etc., all have balanced connections. Now, how do I identify what's balanced, what's unbalanced? Uh, this, thankfully, is very easy. Unbalanced stuff has two connections. There's signal and ground. But, hey, that's electronics. We're not talking about that. All right, so if you look at an unbalanced cable, there are two parts to it. We're taking, let's say, a quarter-inch plug. There's the tip and the sleeve, and there's one little black line that on the plug itself that separates the tip connector from the sleeve. RCA connectors, like you would see on the back of a home audio receiver, have an inner connector and an outer connector. Um, so that's unbalanced, two connections. Uh, let's move over to balanced. Balanced stuff has three connections. So if we're looking at a balanced quarter-inch cable, it's going to have two black lines separating three different connectors, the tip, the ring, and the sleeve. Um, most pro audio stuff uses XLR connectors. XLR connectors have three pins. Okay, so that's the big, that's the easy way to tell if your equipment is balanced or unbalanced. Does it have two pins or three pins. But why do we have two different types of connectors? Uh, it can often be a pain in the ass. If you want to just plug a guitar into a mic preamp or something, you need a special converter box. Why do we have balanced and unbalanced? The answer is noise. Balanced connections were developed to reduce the noise in audio systems. And we'll get to how they do that in a moment, but that's, that's the big reason. There's, there's no inherent reason why balanced would sound better than unbalanced, or unbalanced sounds better than balanced. It's not a sound thing, it's a noise thing. It's a way of rejecting noise. The noise in your studio environment or in your um, live sound environment from getting into your audio. So, how do we do that? Okay, well, let's look first at an unbalanced system. In an unbalanced system, right, we have two connectors. That tip connector of your cable is carrying your audio signal into the equipment or out of it. That sleeve connector is what's called the ground. It's where the audio signal comes back. 
you, in, in electronics, everything goes in a circle. So whatever you send out into equipment, that current's got to come back. Okay, now let's look at balance systems. Balance, we have three pins, right? Two of those pins are the audio signal. We, uh, we call them hot and cold. So one of them, the hot one, is your plain, your same audio signal as your unbalanced system. The other one is a mirror image of that audio signal. So it's the same audio signal, but flipped upside down. Uh, its polarity is reversed, in other words. And it, go, it gets carried right alongside uh, your hot audio signal. Um, kind of a strange concept at first blush, but it's actually quite simple and very ingenious the way it reduces noise, which I'll tell you exactly how that works in a second. Uh, the third pin is often called ground, but that's a bit of a misnomer. It's actually not ground in the same sense that the unbalanced sleeve connector is ground. It's actually the chassis. It's a connection to the, act, the physical case of your equipment, it's a, or it's a connection to the shield that runs around a shielded, balanced cable. So it's actually completely unrelated to the audio signal. No audio flows through this pin. What flows through this pin is noise that's induced into the chassis in the shield of your cable. So now we've got an idea of why we have balanced and unbalanced connections. Let's talk about how a balanced connection works and why it's superior in terms of noise to an unbalanced connection. So as I said a second ago, the balanced audio signal consists of two parts, hot and cold. And what a balanced output does is it takes your unbalanced signal and flips it upside down, it mirrors it, and it sends both of those to the output. This is the same thing that happens when you push the polarity or phase switch on your mic preamp. Uh, now, you've probably done something like this before, but if you're in your DAW and you duplicate a track and you flip one of them upside down, when you play back both of those at the same time, they become summed together, right? And what do you get? Silence. You should get silence because you're essentially adding the signal and its opposite. You add one and negative one, you get nothing. This is what we do when we do null testing. To make sure that two signals are exactly the same, you flip one and sum them, and if there's nothing, you know they're exactly the same. Now, in a balance system, we've got our output that's flipping the polarity and giving us hot and cold. Let's go down the cable to the other piece of gear. On the input, what we do is we do the opposite of summing. We're subtracting one signal from the other or finding the difference. That's why input receivers, balanced receivers, are called difference amplifiers. Um, so what happens when you subtract a signal from its opposite? Subtract one, I'm sorry, subtract negative one from one. You get your signal back and then some. You get two. So uh, as a little side note, this is why balanced systems are going to be six decibels louder or twice as loud um, for the same signal as an unbalanced connection. But anyway, um, you subtract the cold from the hot and you get your signal back. But what do you lose when you subtract the signal from the other? You lose anything that's common to both sides. So in the case of an audio cable, what you're really losing is the noise that's induced during the length of that cable. 
la la, we've rejected our noise because any noise coming into the cable isn't getting flipped by the balanced output. It's just coming in at the same polarity to both sides of the cable. So once it hits that balanced input, that noise gets canceled out and all we're left with is the original signal. Brilliant. So that is balancing. It's brilliant, right? It's very simple. Uh, It's just a little, you know, fifth grade math happening in the analog domain, really. So that, that ability to reject noise is called the common mode rejection ratio, CMRR. So next time you see that acronym in a transformer data sheet or uh, sometimes even as a spec for um, high-end gear, you'll know what it's about. It's how well that piece of gear or that component rejects noise and maintains only the audio signal. Balancing sounds great, right? You, You don't get the noise, you get the signal, why isn't everything balanced? Um, why aren't guitars balanced? Why isn't uh, that audiophile hi-fi system balanced? And the answer is cost. In most cases, we don't need 60, 80, 100, 120 decibels of noise rejection. And we also have some real economic concerns. So the first thing to go whenever you're cutting costs or designing a piece of gear that doesn't need capital N to um, have a really good signal-to-noise ratio, the first thing to go is balanced in interconnects, balanced input, balanced output. Um, so that, that's why it's really the pro stuff where you'll find balanced signals. You can also see from this discussion why interfacing unbalanced and balanced gear is such a pain. You know, it would be great to live in a world where you could just plug a guitar right into a mic preamp and everything would be dandy, but this is why we need things like DI boxes, reamping boxes, isolation, transformers, um, stuff that's their job is really just to convert balance to unbalanced and vice versa. So um, that's basically it. We've really just scratched the surface, but I hope I've given you an easy-to-understand and somewhat thorough rundown of the difference between balanced and unbalanced connections. If there's anything that I have left out, or if there's anything that I've gotten egregiously wrong, um, please feel free to call me out or ask a question in the comments section uh, to the post on my website accompanying this podcast. And if this nerdy audio stuff is up your alley, I do a lot of podcasts. I keep a directory of DIY projects for the recording studio. I sell some very basic and very reasonably priced kits on my website. So please check out DIYRecordingEquipment.com, sign up for the newsletter, like us on Facebook, all that good stuff. I'm Peterson Goodwin signing out. Thank you for listening.